You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com, by the way, which has been having um, really like almost record traffic. We've uh, really boosted our efforts, the number of stories, original video. Uh, it's all happening at the website, DePietro.com. And as far as original video, uh, you can see his actions are just de- despicable. And that is, I have all the videos, we were able to get them, of Pawtucket police officer Dolan and his arrest in Coventry. And you see him in the cell. You see him being uh, questioned by the Coventry police. His actions are just so beyond the pale and appalling. He is, granted, he was <clears throat> severely apparently intoxicated. But he was obnoxious, he was overbearing, he was rude, he was condescending. I don't know where this guy thinks, you you want to talk about a loose cannon. You want to see Pawtucket Police Officer Dolan. I mean, the guy is just out of, completely out of his mind. And clearly someone that does not belong being on a police force. That much we know. So you can check it all out at the website, petro.com. Now, other news. Governor McKee has a big announcement. Now, most of the time, fanfare, call a press conference, have the press come in, kind of a last-second type thing. Many times, and I've spoken to different people in office, a lot of times these last-minute things, it's because they have a big announcement and word is leaking out uh, most of the time. This level of announcement has to do with the fact that they are announcing that, let's just say, like a major Fortune 500 company is coming into an area. And I'm talking about if if you go to other states, right, like you go to wherever, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, New Hampshire, wherever, and they're announcing that, you know, it's a last second, quick, major announcement. It's normally... They have a big announcement regarding jobs, a company coming into the area, and word is starting to leak. Uh, Maybe a reporter had started to inquire about it, and as a result of that, they figure we might as well quickly make the announcement and let the cat out of the bag before we get scooped, and then there's no point. Instead, when in Rhode Island, Governor McKee, it's to announce they're cleaning a statue. Folks, this is, I'm well aware of the history of the independent man. Many people regard me the independent man. Um, I remember, I was, I don't remember how old I was or exactly, but I remember when he came down and they were cleaning him. And I remember he was at, I think, either Warwick Mall or Rhode Island Mall. And you could go and, and see it before they put it back up. I have... On my property, a, a replica statue of the independent man. It's pretty good size. And I mean like four feet high. I also remember the part that about that that just sticks out in my mind. It was on the news was they brought some children from the Rhode Island School for the Blind and they could feel the statue because they couldn't see the statue. Okay, so they're going to clean the statue on the top of the Rhode Island State House. This is the big announcement. This is the big announcement that Governor McKee calls for this. What, what, there's going to be a follow-up press conference this afternoon announcing they're cleaning the stairs and cutting the grass later. What, what, what is this? This is absolutely ridiculous. This is not a major announcement. It's an announcement. It's not a major announcement. I, I, um... I mean, this is just beyond the pale. But again, he's grasping at straws. He has no big announcements. He has nothing to announce. The governor's trying to find his footing. He's trying to remain relevant. They thought, we're going to put stuffies around in different airports around the country. But a major announcement is you're going to get the statue cleaned and it's going to come down. That's... um. I I recognize he feels this is major history. People are going to be traveling. He said from all over the world to come see it. I um 
I, I, I'm not sure about that one. I think that's a little bit of a, of a reach. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement. Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252. 323-9252. AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family-run business. AJ Drywall Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401-323-9252. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. The Beer and Dynamite Fundraiser coming up September 22nd from 5 to 9. Entertainment by Fixed Income. Tickets are just $20. All goes to a great cause. Help Ron McKenzie with continued treatment and recovery. Suffered that brain injury. Back cardiac arrest 2020. Proceeds benefiting his treatment at the apex brain center in north carolina for tickets donations more information contact sue mckenzie at 401-487-4136 it's all happening the italian working men's club 947 diamond hill road it's coming up september 22nd beer and dynamite fundraiser help our friend ron mckenzie again more information tickets contact 401-487-4136 you're listening to the john DePietro show well it's actually uh, unprecedented this is incredible what's happening with this strike 150,000 auto workers folks this is not good i don't believe for president biden let's pick up the piece The stroke of midnight and a deal nowhere in sight. The United Auto Workers are now on a historic strike for the first time walking out of facilities from all of the big three U.S. automakers. The UAW is ready to stand up. This is our defining moment. But this is not a mass walkout for now. The union is aiming to disrupt corporate operations with targeted strikes at three facilities, a Ford plant in Michigan, a GM plant in Missouri, and an Ohio plant for Chrysler owner Stellantis. The union says a total of 12,700 workers have walked off the job so far. This strategy will keep the companies guessing. In the final hours, a behind-the-scenes scramble to avoid what would be a devastating strike, with President Biden calling UAW President Sean Fain and all three of the automakers' leaders. And Ford and GM offering a 20% wage increase. But that's only half of what the union was calling for, a 40% increase. They say that's right in line with the pay increases the CEOs have had since the last contract. Workers also demanding a return to pension plans, better retiree health care, and cost of living adjustments. Ford CEO telling us that the union's demands are unsustainable in an industry aiming to adapt to the future. We are one of the most important industries for jobs in America. Everyone will suffer, especially in the communities where we have plants. By one estimate, a strike at all three companies could cost the economy more than $5 billion, with tens of thousands of jobs lost. But for Scott Fox, out on the picket lines here this morning, this strike is about much more than the auto industry. So bottom line, people watching this, what do you want people to know about what you're doing out here? I want to know that we're looking out for everybody, not just the union people here at this plant. You got the, the mega dollar dudes, and you got us down here. The companies say they have put a fair offer on the table, uh, and they say they are prepared for a strike. They've got inventory of cars and some money in the bank, and this could go on for a while. But as you heard there uh, from, from Scott Fox, for the workers, this is something more. This is a time to reset the balance between workers and management, which they believe has been out of whack for a long, long time. They can't go to the pension thing. As I've said in the past, <clears throat> the pension obligations from the past... We're driving up the cost. It was tacking on 3,000, at least 3,000 
to every American car being made. They can't go down that path. That is uh, foolhardy to do that. I don't know. I you know let them do four hundred one k like everyone else, but they that that is an area they cannot go down. They you you have to learn from from the past and mistakes. So you you can't compete competitively if right out of the box on every car you have three thousand uh, dollars tacked on. Because I I remember this vividly at the time. I was even a spokesman for Paul Massey. And with that $3,000 in other cars that were not being built there, they could throw in leather steering wheel. They could throw in better seats. They could throw in a a number of different luxury items. But And and so the, the American car makers were at a terrible disadvantage. It had to do with the pension obligations you can't fall back into that you cannot fall back into that now the other big story obviously hunter biden indicted let's pick it up consequences of a plea deal unraveling the president's son indicted on three felony gun charges hunter biden facing two counts of making false statements and one count of illegal gun possession the charges filed by special counsel david weiss are tied to hunter biden's drug addiction which in 2018 was so bad that he was using crack cocaine, quote, at times as frequently as every 15 minutes. I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. That year in October, Hunter Biden purchased a Colt revolver and filled out a form saying he was not a drug user, which prosecutors say made his purchase and possession of the gun illegal. But the gun charge was supposed to go away when Biden agreed to plead guilty to tax crimes as part of a deal with David Weiss, who was a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney for Delaware who had been investigating Biden for five years. After that deal fell apart, Weiss successfully lobbied the attorney general and asked to be named special counsel. Mr. Weiss has the authority he needs to conduct a thorough investigation and to continue to take the steps he deems appropriate independently. Weiss then warned that any chance of plea negotiations restarting was unlikely, telling the court, quote, the parties are at an impasse. But this morning, Hunter Biden's attorneys are claiming that the special counsel is bending to political pressure, mainly from House Republicans who are seeking to impeach the president with thus far little to no evidence of crimes. On Capitol Hill, some Republicans not satisfied, saying the indictment does not go far enough, while some Democrats argue the justice system is working. I'm glad it's being uncovered. I wish it had been been uncovered four years ago. If Hunter Biden committed crimes, he should be held accountable. That should happen in the court of law. Hunter Biden is a private citizen. He is not the president of the United States. The president has stood by his son, but Thursday he had no comment as he tries to show that he's not influencing this case. George? You know, what an absolute mess that just continues. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on. On Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, Propane Plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today. In Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. All right, let's go to some of the sound that is out there. New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu on CNN talking about President Trump, who said it's unlikely he would pardon himself. Let's pick it up. Sununu guests with Kate, Caitlin Collins. All these legal issues about whether or not he would pardon himself if he were to be reelected. This is what he said. I was told by some people 
that these are sick lunatics that I'm dealing with. Give yourself a pardon. Your life will be a lot easier. I said, I would never give myself a pardon. Even if you were reelected in this moment? Well, I think it's very unlikely. What, what did I do wrong? I didn't do anything wrong. You mean because I challenged an election, they want to put me in jail? Do you believe that if he was reelected and convicted that he wouldn't pardon himself? Of course he'd pardon himself. That's the main reason he's running. I mean, that, that is not some sort of uh, Washington secret. Of course he would pardon himself. Um, I get that he's, he's trying to convince everyone that he didn't do anything wrong and all that. And, and who knows? I mean, we really don't know. We'll let the, let the courts and the judicial system figure all that out. But at the end of the day, <laughs> of course he's going to pardon himself. Any president would. You know, with all that talk, the latest polls have President Trump pulling up uh, in farther out in front of the pack. So he is, um, if anything, he's creating more distance. The latest Fox News poll, former President Trump, widening his lead in the GOP primary. Now, the second debate is coming up. I think they've announced the third date is going to be in Miami. Now, each time they have one of these debates, the threshold to get on the stage becomes harder and harder. So... If you didn't get on the debate stage the first debate, it becomes harder the second debate. It becomes even more harder the third debate. I believe President Trump is now saying he doesn't see why he would take part in any of these debates. He said that if he's the nominee, he would debate President Biden, but not this. But Fox News found in the three weeks since the first debate, President Trump has now widened his lead, even though he did. So why would he take part, even though he was not part of the Fox News August debate? His support has strengthened. His margin as the Republican frontrunner has increased. Unless something changes, it's his race to lose. 60% of Republican primary voters support President Trump, which is up from 53% in August. <laughs> Some of his biggest gains came from women, voters under the age of uh, 45, white evangelicals, and white men without a college degree. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis saw a decline in support since the debate. Survey found support for DeSantis, who's been running second, fell from 16 to 13. Vivek Ramswamy held third place at 11%. Then rounding out the rest of the field, former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, 5% of the vote. Former Vice President Mike Pence and former, uh, and, excuse me, and Senator Tim Scott, 3%. And then Chris Christie, 2%. So when voters were asked to name their second choice, if President Trump exited the race, uh, despite showing a, a tight contest between DeSantis and Ranswamy, with each hovering 30% in support of that scenario, voters who said they would definitely support President Trump increased since June, rising from 58% to 68%. Ron Swamy and Haley also saw increased support in that category. Christie guarded the most negative reaction. 53% said they would never support him. You know, he, his, um, the next debate, by the way, is September 27th, hosted by um, Fox Business Channel. The, the idea that Chris Christie thought his strategy was to take on and just start attacking President Trump. And how's that working? It's not working out. How about in, um, in Canada, where the prime minister says the head of large grocery stores need to come up with a plan to stabilize food prices? Our friend Justin Katz said this is the pathway of socialist dictators. Um, let's hear. This is um, Trudeau. That our biggest grocery stores are making record profits while Canadians are struggling to put food on the table. So Minister Champagne will be calling on the heads of large grocers to come to Ottawa with a plan to address the rising cost of food. And we expect to hear from them by Thanksgiving on what their plan is to stabilize prices. And it Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Competition. Competition is the key. And let me be very clear. If their plan doesn't provide real relief for the middle class and people working hard to join it, then we 
will take further action, and we are not ruling anything out, including tax measures. That's how it starts, folks. That's actually socialism. Um, the, the best way to control that is through let the market dictate competition. Now, President Trump sits down with Megyn Kelly. They're talking again. She gets the big get, the Megyn Kelly show. She's a, an attorney. Here's where it gets to the questions about subpoenas. Simply, your lawyers signed a certification saying they turned over everything that was responsive. Then when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, they found documents that were responsive that had not been produced. Mark Classic. I don't know what the timing is. Again, I'd have to check That's the time. I don't know. I just don't know the timing. All I know is I'm allowed to have those documents. But, that, but once you get a subpoena, you have to turn them over. I know this. I don't even know that because I have the right to have those documents. So I don't really know that. Uh, these are Democrat fascists. I think, um, I believe President Trump would be well served to talk about what's going on with President Biden. I know he wanted to sit down. Megyn Kelly was working him hard. Megyn Kelly wanted to get an interview with him. But uh, I'm not going to say anything some other people haven't said. But I, I believe that President Trump would say, listen, I'll, I'll talk about my campaign. I'll talk about what, what we've done. I, I'll also I want to talk about what's going on in the country and the world right now. I'm not going to talk about my legal situation. I'm going to leave that to my attorneys. Uh, there is, you know, legal proceedings. There is a court of law. We're going to handle it there. I'd be glad to answer any questions. Here's what I would do about China. Here's what I would do about the border. Here's what I would do about the economy. Here's what I would do about fill in the blank, energy, oil, climate change, whatever he wants to talk about. I, I, I do not, I don't understand why he doesn't just say, listen, I, I'm not here to talk about this. So there's legal proceedings. That's where we're going to handle it. I'd be happy to talk to you about everything else. But I'm going to, you know, we're going to handle that in the court of law. I'm going to let my attorneys handle that. At the appropriate place and time, we'll make our argument. It's not going to be here. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J, letter J, J Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, um, very odd about the uh, Providence College uh, Providence College player Alan Breed charges have now been dropped against him and we've learned a lot more about the story and the more we're learning more details coming out um, I, I don't blame uh, this player and some of his friends and so forth for being a little upset with how this thing came out and shook out only because some of the more details state prosecutors dismissed the charges former pc player alan breed wasn't enough evidence he was the one arrested in april off-campus incident uh, incident brandishing firearm on and off girlfriend demanded her car keys 33 year old woman now he apparently met her on tiktok 
I've actually seen her on TikTok. She's um, actually a total idiot. What she does is she's a bartender in a men's club. And she just goes TikTok live. And she just comes up to the screen. And all these loser guys then are just giving her money. So she doesn't do anything. She just puts it on and then people, as you can imagine, the type that would do it. But they give her money. So she followed him from California to Providence. She told police he broke into her home, ordered a guest to leave, then fled with her phone and car keys. But the next day, the same woman told police. Now, this part I didn't. She found her cell phone in the trunk of her guest's car. And she was intoxicated at the time of her report. Now, that's a big deal of fled with her phone and car keys. Then she's like, oh, it was actually in the trunk of her guest's car. She said she was unsure the elements of her previous statement. Now, police never found a gun. Now, it is very possible that somehow, through his people, they returned her phone and then she came up with it. But she definitely wasn't cooperating. She wouldn't talk to police after that. I know police were under fire from Providence College. But as well as, well as, as long, excuse me, the way it's being explained now, and Breed's lawyer, Bill Lynch, former Democrat chair, saying the case was malicious, without merit. If this wasn't a black athlete at Providence College, this case wouldn't be seeing the light of day. He had said previously that that's completely untrue. So it sounds like this woman recanted after some of Breed's people started leaning on her and putting pressure on her. But police had to go with what they have had at the time. They did have evidence of this. This business of this wasn't a black athlete. It wouldn't be that. That's completely false, and that's right up like Bill Lynch's uh, alley. Lynch said Wednesday the dismissal was good news, but the timing was unfortunate. He had many schools interested in him, hesitant to bring him on board with the criminal charges hanging. Uh, he and his family are obviously relieved. This was terrible for them to go through. Now, I've spoken with off-the-record police, and they basically say that it happened exactly as they had been told. And then it was only after some legal people and some of Breed's people started getting involved that this woman started changing her story, such as this business about the cell phone was in the trunk of the guest car. That doesn't make sense to anybody. No one believes that. They believe that he got it back to her. And then that's essentially what she told police. So, folks, it's another example. You know, police were in a tough situation. And then you get the pile on from uh, the former chairman of the Democrat Party. In that statement, uh, if this had been any, no, that, that's, that's not it. You know, that's that, uh, Providence police were very hesitant to do that. What were they supposed to do? If this wasn't a black athlete, this case wouldn't be seeing the light of day. If, if this weren't a black athlete at Providence College, someone like Bill Lynch wouldn't be representing him. So that's a ridiculous statement to try to infer that somehow it was because of the Providence Police at the Attorney General, General's office. Yeah, any of these types of cases, they're arrested, they go through the system, but they don't have, uh, you know, someone, and the, and the other attorney was from, his brother's law firm, they don't have have them representing them in court. So that's another part of the unusual nature of this whole thing. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. At Med Urgent Care, walk-in urgent care center, all your medical needs. They're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week at Med Urgent Care. When you need urgent care without the wait now, when I've been in that situation and I needed urgent care, that's where I went. If you want to go to an emergency room and have a long wait, well, you're free to do that. Otherwise, do what I did. Go to at Med Urgent Care, whether it's work-related, maybe someone's not feeling well, someone needs stitches, whatever it may be, at Med Urgent Care comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility there's two locations one near you 
Johnston right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need, urgent care, you want AtMed Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston in the Atwood Medical Center and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses at Med Urgent Care. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Do we really have to worry about a hurricane that's going to hit our area this weekend? Is this actually happening? Well, Hurricane Lee, they have the Hurricane Hunters right in the middle of the hurricane. Let's listen to this piece. The plane behind me is called Kermit. The other one they use, Miss Piggy. And I've been looking at the data from these my entire time as a meteorologist. Of course, I've respected the hero Hurricane Hunters that collect all that data. But now that I've had a chance to be on there with them, and yes, they gave me a shot at flying, getting behind the yoke, uh, not before we got into the eye, of course. <laughs> but now I understand how great and how big this is for our safety. All right, we took off. Let's go see Lee. This morning, we just flew into Hurricane Lee. We are doing what they call the first pass, and I'm just starting to see some storm structure. Wow. Witnessing something few people will ever see. Then we plow through Lee's wide swath of 115 mile per hour winds. There's a hurricane. Yeah, there it is. It's bumpy, nausea-inducing, and this is where we spend the next three hours. Just before sunset, and we're seeing kind of a messier eye on the inside, hoping to get a clearer picture before the sun goes all the way away. Noah runs two missions a day, flying into hurricanes to gather data. From Lakeland, Florida, we flew east-southeast for two hours. All right, now let's bring it back to the right. Hey, well, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Right. I even got a chance to fly the plane. We watch as the experts gather critical data from inside the hurricane. This instrument is called a drop sign. It is going to go right here. Leanne's going to drop a bunch of them into this tube, out the airplane, into the eye wall of the storm. It is going to get data like temperature, pressure, wind speed, and all that goes into tonight's computer models. One release midpoint. That instrument falls through the storm, and in real time, it radios back data. We made several passes through the eye walls in what they call a butterfly pattern, measuring several parts of Lee. This plane is stacked with high-tech gadgets and scientists, all getting essentially a CAT scan of the hurricane. One of the hunters is a legend, Jack Parrish. He's passed through the eye wall of a hurricane more than 700 times in the last 43 years. What would a hurricane forecast be without the instrumentation and the data we're about to collect? You have to initialize a forecast model with really good data. And lacking the data in the core of the hurricane, you'd still be back there at that four-day, maybe five-day forecast period. And that data has been invaluable, especially over the past decade. We've seen more than two dozen storms rapidly intensify in the Atlantic Basin, often right before hitting land. So as the climate warms, though, we do anticipate seeing more rapid intensification. You all will be able to capture that. We'll be able to capture it as it comes on. You know, a lot of things feed into rapid intensification, surface, sea surface temperatures, shear, all of those things. It has made the forecast better considerably in the last couple of decades. And I have to say, that plane behind me has more than a dozen instruments on it, five radars included, and NOAA is stepping it up. They are now using sail drones. That's the instrument you see there. That kind of, you know, unmanned, obviously, goes under and through the hurricane on the surface so it can utilize what's happening from the plane and also there. They're also starting to use drone drones that they're going to be dropping out of the plane, and they can fly around, get even more data. I do have to admit, uh, it was a tough ride, and they said it wasn't even that bad. At points, they have to fly, they call it crabbing, where they're sideways going into those headwinds to try to get to the right point to drop all of the instruments. But I did get this, my first eye of a hurricane flying right in. <laughs> now, folks, again, we obviously hear about what does that mean for our area. And, boy, the last thing in many ways that we need is, our, you know, a, a hurricane coming our way but it sure seems that that could be preparations are underway right now if in fact this hurricane lee is uh potentially coming right at us so nothing official at the moment but let's get the latest this is um 
tracking Lee is the piece. Atlantic now. New video this morning from New Brunswick, Canada, which as of last check seems to be closer to where Lee will make landfall. Yeah, I've seen some folks in our area pulling their boats out of the water for the weekend as well, just to be extra safe. Jake Holter, live in studio right now to uh, share how Rhode Island is preparing for any potential impact. And that's the problem, is um, it immediately talks about, like to me, that's what really brings um, the summer to a halt is when in fact you have a hurricane that you're going to be dealing with but there are people that apparently already getting ready for it and friday night cloudy breezy isolated rain uh, to the east saturday morning highest wind coastal surge and rain to the east and then saturday night rain over outer cape gusty to high wind so again it is moving north um, it is headed to our direction, but thank goodness um, it does not seem, unless something dramatically changed, folks, it does not look at this point as if we're going to, uh, that we're going to get a direct hit. So, but still, you know, we already have, look at the flooding that we already have, and the National Hurricane Center has issued a tropical storm watch for much of New England. So now most of the time, people would say that's nothing really to worry about. But I think that's the case unless we've had the, you know, the weather we've had. Let's hear. This is um, Channel 12. Moving northward about nine miles an hour, beginning to pick up a little steam, I think. Um, we are looking at a Category 2 storm now. and still holding its own out there in the Atlantic. So Lee is expected to continue northward, kind of zigzagging a little bit and passing off to our south and east. Uh, over the next uh, 24, 48 hours, perhaps as a Category 1 storm east of Chatham sometime on Saturday morning. Uh, we'll be seeing, I think, some rain from Lee, but I think the bigger story might be with the winds. We're looking at some winds by Saturday morning, 40 to 50 miles an hour across parts of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. But look out. The Cape and Islands, 65 to 70 mile an hour wind gusts possible early on Saturday. I am concerned about uh, some of the trees toppling, especially uh, central northern Renown, where we have seen a lot of rain over the last couple of weeks. Uh, those trees could easily come down because the ground's just so saturated. So kind of keep that in mind. Could be some power outages on uh, Friday night and into Saturday morning, but the winds will begin to ease a little bit on um Saturday afternoon and evening. Let's track Lee, hour by hour forecast. You can see it working its way northward. Now, in terms of rain, at least in this computer model, other computer models kind of support this as well. Not a whole bunch in the way of rain for us as Lee passes off to our east and then making landfall somewhere eastern Maine and Atlantic Canada. But uh, yeah, we are expecting uh, Lee uh, to uh, produce uh, some wind and a little bit of rain here in southern New I think the biggest problem is a potential loss of electricity. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Do you need a good plumber? I found the best plumber, J&B Plumbing. Call them today. All your plumbing needs, 401-743-9153. J&B Plumbing. They've been providing plumbing services for years. Skilled professionals stand behind their work. Guarantee you will be happy. Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, maybe replace a, a water heater, as well as all your plumbing needs. Call them now. It's JMB Plumbing, 401 743 9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today, 401 743 9153. JMB Plumbing. And look for them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. While they finally caught up, escaped murderer Danlo Cavalcanti. Tremendous capture. Let's hear the story on it. Subject is in custody. 
This morning, convicted killer Danilo Cavalcante back behind bars, now in a maximum security facility, two weeks after breaking out of prison in Pennsylvania. Our nightmare is finally over and the good guys won. The manhunt coming to an intense conclusion early Wednesday morning. Cavalcante seen in that stolen Eagle sweatshirt, described by authorities as wet and weathered. The 34-year-old detailing his survival in a four-hour interview with authorities. He did say on three occasions law enforcement officers did almost step on him. He also told us that he survived by eating watermelon the first couple of days. He stated he intended to carjack somebody in the next 24 hours and that he was going to head north to Canada or try to get out of the United States and head back to Puerto Rico. Officials say officers cornered Cavalcante in South Coventry Township, a DEA plane with thermal imaging detecting heat signals around 1 a.m. about an hour after a home burglary alarm was triggered nearby. A lightning storm forced that DEA plane to leave. The officers then forming a tight perimeter, waiting until sunrise. Shortly after 8 a.m., tactical teams converged on the area where the uh, heat source was. They were able to move in very quietly. They had the element of surprise. Cavalcante was lying prone in some underbrush, armed with that stolen, loaded rifle. Officials say by the time he realized he'd been spotted, he was already surrounded. That did not stop him from trying to escape. He began to crawl through thick underbrush, taking his rifle with him as he went. But it was this Customs and Border Protection canine named Yoda who finally took Cavalcante down. Authorities say likely preventing Cavalcante from ever firing that rifle. Officers in tactical gear loading Cavalcante into an armored van, a visible trail of blood on his face from a dog bite wound, but otherwise unharmed. Your officers were authorized to use lethal force. Was the goal, though, to bring him in alive? It always is. So that's a last resort, and uh, it's, it's meant to uh, protect the public so that we don't have someone who we consider to be a very dangerous individual who poses a threat if he's allowed to continue uh, being out there in the, in the community. Cavalcante was sentenced to life in prison without parole for the murder of his ex-girlfriend, Deborah Brandau. Her sister posting on Instagram thanking law enforcement, writing, the past two weeks have been extremely painful and terrifying. And while he is already facing life in prison, Cavalcante is now expected to be arraigned on a felony escape charge and he'll appear via video for that 2017 murder out of Brazil, his native country for which he was never captured. Rebecca. And such a relief for that community there after this. Without question. I mean, what a tremendous job by law enforcement in uh, capturing that guy. And you also, you know what's also interesting about that, folks, is the number of times they almost stepped on him. And he was right there in the brush, uh, right around them. And then still, even as they're walking over him, they don't know that he's there. Plus, it's nighttime and it's thick brush. Now, the clock is ticking down. This is going to be really interesting, President Biden. The UAW strike. It sure looks like it's happening. Let's hear the latest. This morning, the American auto industry is on the brink of an unprecedented strike that could have major consequences for the entire U.S. economy. For the first time in our history, we may strike all three of the big three at once. We are the union! The United Auto Workers president announcing plans to go out on strike after weeks of negotiations between the union and Ford, GM, and Chrysler owner Stellantis have so far failed to reach a deal. Workers are poised to walk out at specific targeted plants of all three major automakers a huge step. Who are we? Among the workers' demands, a 40% wage increase over the next four years, with the union arguing that's what the CEOs have gotten since the last contract. A return to pension plans eliminated during the financial crisis, retiree health care, and a four-day work week. It looks on paper like we're asking for a lot, but a lot of people have been left behind. Union members pointing to a decade of record profits for the automakers and to those huge CEO salaries. I don't mind them making that money, but I think we need to take care of the employees. But the companies say the workers' demands are unrealistic, especially as the industry struggles to transition to electric vehicles. We're literally fighting for the future of automotive manufacturing in our country. Um, but we're optimistic we'll find a way forward. 
workers here tell us they're anxious, several telling us nobody wins in a strike, but they're also determined. They want to seize this moment. They believe that this is the time to reset the balance between workers and management, which has gone so far out of whack in the past few decades, and not just in the auto industry. Michael? All right, Terry, we hope they can make... They can. You know, the... Um, I mean, some obviously, you know, it is true that the automakers have had tremendous uh profits and so forth but some of their demands this this is not good for president biden this is not good for president biden at all and the industry is really up in the air with with what's happening with all these electric vehicles uh also former massachusetts governor mitt romney is not going to be seeking re-election for the Senate. Next year. Let's pick it George, up. George, good morning. Senator Mitt Romney's career in American politics may be coming to an end, but not without a stark warning for the future of his party and the country. This morning, Senator Mitt Romney calling for a new generation of leadership, announcing he will not seek re-election next year. I just don't think that we need another person in their 80s. Uh, I'm a little long of tooth already. We don't need more like me. The 76-year-old has been in the public eye nearly his whole life, the son of Michigan Governor George Romney. He served as the CEO of the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City and governor of Massachusetts. After one failed run for president in 2008, Romney became the Republican nominee in 2012, the first Mormon to lead a ticket. But after he lost to President Obama, his brand of moderate politics became an outlier in the GOP. When Romney won Utah's open Senate seat in 2018, he became one of the few Republicans to speak out against Trump. He is the only Republican senator who voted to convict Trump in both of his impeachment trials. Were I to ignore the evidence that has been presented and disregard what I believe my oath and the Constitution demands of me for the sake of a partisan end, it would, I fear, expose my character to history's rebuke and the censure of my own conscience. But the former president still dominates the Republican Party, now the frontrunner once again. Do you feel like this is a Republican Party that is beholden to former President Donald Trump? Well, there's no question but that the Republican Party today is, is in the shadow of Donald Trump. Uh, he is the leader of the greatest portion of the Republican Party. Uh, it's a populist, I believe, demagogue portion of the party. Trump responding, calling Romney's retirement fantastic news for America, but Romney says he is convinced in time the party will move past the former president, saying young voters want leaders that are focused on the future and issues, not past grievances. Guys. Okay, Rachel, thanks. George. You know, again, you think about it. He ran in, uh, I mean, he was the ticket. I voted for him against President Obama in 2012. And when I was on the radio in Boston, my first guest was Governor Mitt Romney. He had a new book out. And I also, I, I found he was just, I, I liked him a lot. Uh, he was very nice to me. In 2005, at the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, the day before, there was a big event for all Patriot fans. And I ended up being there with both, at the time, Governor Romney and his wife, Ann, who was uh, just terrific. So I recognize a lot of the, the Trump people now really have a strong dislike for him. And they don't like the moderate brand. They don't like the moderate brand. But I always thought, I thought he was a, a good governor when he was the governor of Massachusetts. And um, it just had a good way about him as well. So, folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Men, women, you're experiencing hair loss? Well, call Scalp Masters, the micropigmentation Call Michael, free consultation, 401-867-1097. They're located right in Cranston. What is the service for men and women that are experiencing hair loss or thinning of the hair? Michael is very dedicated. You can also check out their website. It's scalpmastersri.com, and it's very simple. You're going to look younger. It helps add density to existing long hair or Hair transplants, they can conceal, hide hair transplant scars. It's non-invasive. It's cosmetic. It's Scalp Masters. Call for your free consultation, 401-867-1097. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel better about yourself. Look more like your old self. Call Scalp Masters. Take advantage of that free consultation. Call Michael, 
877-1097. Men, women experiencing hair loss or maybe just want more density, call them 401-867-1097. The Beer and Dynamite Fundraiser coming up September 22nd from 5 to 9. Entertainment by Fixed Income. Tickets are just $20. All goes to a great cause. Help Ron McKenzie with continued treatment and recovery. Suffered that brain injury back cardiac arrest 2020. Proceeds benefiting his treatment at the Apex Brain Center in North Carolina. For tickets, donations, more information, contact Sue McKenzie at 401-487-4136. It's all happening. The Italian Working Men's Club, 947 Diamond Hill Road. It's coming up September 22nd. Beer and Dynamite Fundraiser. Help our friend Ron McKenzie. Again, more information, tickets, contact 401-487-4136. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Delicious food and drink. They have a great bar area, always a dependable menu. Whether you're going to eat there or take out, a delicious meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Look for them online. You can also find them on Facebook. Whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, always a good time at the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Falcon Pest Services, when you have a pest problem, give them a call. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, residential or commercial, whether it is for maybe you have some kind of a termite problem, bed bugs, ants, roaches, listen, a mice problem, mice can be problematic, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests, Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, all different types of programs, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, single-family homes, restaurants, office buildings, highly trained, experienced pest control technicians maybe it's once a year maybe it's a one-time treatment monthly service quarterly or year-round protection you can depend falcon pest services call them today for a free quote 401-739-1322 get your yard sprayed get rid of those mosquitoes falcon pest services call today 401-739-1322 Falcon Pest Services. You can also find them on Facebook. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's My Health. It's all about your health, local products. I say ye. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it in C. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health at It's My Health. Remember to log on to depetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on, dipetro.com.